This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay voices on air. Good afternoon, Radio Kidnappers and Hastings District Grey Power listeners. Your President Ron Wilkins this afternoon is talking with Donna Colgolton from the Heart Foundation, Hawke's Bay. Good afternoon, Donna. It's a pleasure to have you here on such a wonderful day, even though we've got floating COVID around. Uh, can you enlighten our radio listeners on what does the Heart Foundation, Hawke's Bay, do? Kia ora, Ron, and thank you very much for inviting me along. Um, Heart Foundation, yes, the Heart Foundation is New Zealand's heart health charity um, and the mission or the purpose of the Heart Foundation is to stop people in Aotearoa New Zealand dying prematurely from heart disease and enable people with heart disease to live full lives. Uh, we really do this in three ways. We um, enable people, we help to enable people make healthy choices with their, their food and nutrition team. We have a lot of nutritionists and they work in early childhood centres and schools um, and also with food industries to improve the quality of food, mainly looking at decreasing the salt and sugar in processed foods. Um, and then we have the better outcomes for people in whānau impacted by heart disease and in that way we um, connect people to the health professionals um, and there's people like me in the community around um, New Zealand uh, who support the heart heart attack awareness and the um, arterial fibrillation campaigns throughout the year. Um, and what sort of um, numbers do we have or numbers that you are attending to uh, including uh, Maori and Pacifica as well as the Pākehā do you know um, what numbers uh, that are in this category that you're talking about? Numbers for those with heart with disease? Heart, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have any specific numbers on the top of my head, but um, almost one in three deaths in New Zealand are caused by cardiovascular disease. Um, and there's about 170,000 people living with heart disease. Wow. It is New Zealand's number one killer. Is that um, right? It's massive, yeah, yeah. Every 90 minutes, a New Zealander dies from a heart disease. So it's, it's a huge well, that's topic. A, yeah, that's astronomical, <laughs> isn't it? Yes, All right. yeah, yeah. Sorry for interrupting. No, Can you right. carry on? Um, the third <laughs> thing that Heart Foundation put a lot of money into is they fund for, they are the main funders for New Zealand's heart research and training. Um, and more than $70 million has been invested into groundbreaking research and specialist um, cardiology training since 1970. Heart Foundation's got quite a, a history to it. Um, and there's a scientific advisory group which consists of 10 to 12 members who oversee the awards and all the research grants throughout the year. So... That's amazing. Job. It is. Yeah. Tell me, uh, can you break down a, a bit there? I think I might have read something in the paper where they were looking for um, people to uh, experiment on over the age of 65. Do you know anything about that with mm, heart complaints? No. no, I don't. I don't. But there is a lot of research around uh, and um, there is another uh, organisation that do research as well I think it's I can't remember the name of it but right yeah I think it was Saturday I happened to see it there people over the age of 65 that would like to volunteer and uh, obviously uh, I thought that might have been under the uh, umbrella of your Heart Foundation Hawke's Bay yeah no I haven't heard of that but yeah I should look into it shouldn't I yes (laughs) 
Right. What are? Can you tell our listeners what are some of the warning signs that we could look out for? Yeah, sure. Um, the heart attack warning signs, um, they can be a bit confusing, to be honest, Ron. Um, often people think they're just a bit puffed or tired, having a hard day, been running around. But um, it's if you've got pain and discomfort, pressure, tightness or he- heaviness in any um, of your jaw, shoulders, back, neck, chest or arms, um, you feel dizzy, tired, short of breath, sweaty and sick or you know any of the above really one or two or many of them um, it's important to stop and rest make sure you tell someone at that point Um, and if it continues for 10 minutes call 111 you need to get an ambulance straight away you could be having a heart attack yeah as I mentioned prior to coming on here I've experienced that personally and uh, I was amazed uh, how quick uh, the reaction from my family doctor and how quick I got into the hospital and actually had um, a uh, anagram angiogram angiogram yeah. <laughs> and luckily uh, there were three of us in at the time two went to Wellington to have the stent and I was uh, very lucky and uh, just had to uh, watch my uh, health and change my um, uh, dietary conditions, etc., and I didn't have to go to Wellington, but I do have a huffer, a puffer, uh, which I must spray under my tongue if I do have a similar attack again, and if it doesn't disappear within 10 seconds to uh, dial 111. So thank you for that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, because a heart attack really um, is a, a heart attack is a blockage to the artery that feeds your heart. Because a heart is a muscle, like any other muscle in our body. So, um, it, when there's a blockage to the artery that feeds your heart, the heart's not going to get its nutrients. And that's when you get feel sick or dizzy or tired because your heart's telling you that it needs, you know, there's a blockage going on in there. So, um, and the reason why um, people get flown to Wellington for the stent is when that blockage is quite extensive. But um, with angina spray, the medication there, um, the recommendation is to take one puff, GTN spray, and then wait five minutes. And if it continues, take another puff wait another five minutes, and then if the symptoms continue, you treat as a heart attack. Call 111. That's right. That's what I was instructed, so thank you for that. (laughs) Um, Can you tell us, um, um, (coughs) by having visits to your doctor and uh, how your number system works by going uh, to your doctor, I go every three months to get uh, my renewal of medication for my blood pressure and have my blood pressure done. Uh, can you explain to our audience that it is a, a must and a good thing? Mm, yes, um, heart health is a big part of heart health is knowing we knowing your numbers and that is your the blood pressure and cholesterol numbers and having an understanding on what they mean um, and the reasons why they are so important. So blood pressure is a measurement of the pressure of your heart. So if you've got high blood pressure or your doctor has um, said you've got hypertension and prescribed medication, it is extremely important you take it. Um, It means that your heart is working extra hard to pump that blood around your body. Um, Sometimes sometimes lifestyle changes may help blood pressure, but not all the time. Um, And and sometimes medication is, is the way to go. But your GP and doctor can help you with that. 
So, yeah, so that's a blood pressure. It's a pressure on the heart. And it can be a warning sign that the heart is under a lot of pressure and needs a little bit help to, um, to prevent it from having a heart attack. Cholesterol is the, um, it's the lipids in your, in your bloods. So, and you're looking at the LDL cholesterol or, or your HDL cholesterol. And the LDL, I call that my lousy cholesterol. So that's the number you want to keep down really low. And that really relates to the saturated fats in your diet, um, which is like your meat fats, really. Um, and then the HDL cholesterol, it, I call that the happy cholesterol, um, because that number you really want to get really high. And that cholesterol relates to your plant fats or oils, like your olive oils and sunflower oils and things like that. The reason why they are really important is because in our in our bloods, um, if we have a high LDL, um, if you think of a dump truck, yep. that one it kind of dumps the cholesterol in the in the um, bloods and cause a blockage but your HDL, your happy cholesterol, that's kind of like a, um, a road cleaner right. sweeper and it sweeps up that cholesterol and clears it up so that's why those um, the ratio is really important with your HDL and your LDL. Yeah. Is there any age um, limit uh, you know, is uh, common for younger people to have a heart attack or is it just normal that people in their in early retirement years seem to be the ones that are more um, vulnerable. Well, you think how hard our heart works 24-7, all our lives, doesn't stop, even when we're asleep. Um, as we age, naturally our heart's going to tire. It's, it's just part of ageing. Um, and, um, yeah, so... You, you may come into, you know, like that's why we need to know our numbers more so when we're older so then we can have some warning signs that things may not be working as efficiently as what they could be. But um, there's not really, we're, we're finding that younger people are having heart attacks younger and younger these days. So I wouldn't say there's an age as such. But yes, um, age does, you know, as we age, we naturally get higher risk of having heart can, issues. Can, can you also get a heart attack for having low blood pressure? No, no. But that could put you at risk of having falls and things. Right. So um, you imagine, like, when it's so low blood pressure really means that your heart's um, relaxed and um, probably it's not pumping as uh, quickly, I guess. I'm trying to find the right words here. So if you stand up really quickly and your blood hasn't had, it, like, that hasn't pumped it um, to your brain that fast, then you can get quite dizzy and, and fall and things yeah, like why, that. Why so, I asked that question was uh, because I felt dizzy and guilt and and uh, falling over and of course I went back to the doctor and of course he then told me to take a half a blood pressure as I now had low blood pressure. Mm, yeah. Um, so uh, now that I've had my um, exercise with going into hospital, uh, I'm now back on a, a full blood pressure tablet. So that's what made me ask, can one get a heart attack if one had low blood pressure? Yeah. No, and um, you don't actually have a heart attack even with high blood pressure. It's just really that, that warning sign that our heart's working a little bit harder than what it could be. Or um, low blood pressure is, um, yeah, like you say, because the, the um, medication is there to... Um, Okay, I thin the blood sort of, um, so it's easier for the heart to pump that blood around. Um, and it, 
if if it's too high, then it can make it too easy, and that's when your blood pressure can go low. So uh, if our listeners um, were out, uh, were unable to get out to do fitnesses and things like that, what other activity can you suggest that would um, try and um, deter a person having high blood pressure and subject to a heart attack? That's a really good question. So the um, the Heart Foundation, the physical activity, the um, Heart Foundation is um, really important for heart health. Um, and our message really is to limit the amount of time you spend sitting um, and build up the build physical activity into your day wherever you can. So a lot of it is really just you don't actually have to get out and and make an effort to do your activity, but fit in that activity throughout your day and move as much as possible. Um, it could be vacuuming or dancing, gardening, walking, anything you really want to do. So the aim really is for 150 minutes of moderate intensity activities, which is your vacuuming, dancing, gardening and walking. Um, or if you were really into it, you could do um, 75 minutes of vigorous intensity each week. So that's for a week. Oh, that's for um, a week. For a week, yeah. Um, and your vigorous activities is your running or an exercise class. It's any activity that it's really difficult to say more than a few words. But um, but mainly um, don't don't do that to start off with vigorous activity. The main message is to to limit the amount of time you spend sitting and um, just move as much as possible throughout the day. Um, any movement is good. Now, what about alcohol? Um, does that play a major part for people? Um, to have heart attacks or everything in moderation really Ron I mean if you're gonna uh, it depends how much you drink um, and how you drink really isn't it the the message of alcohol these days um, and so alcohol um, is is something that if you feel you're drinking too much of would be very beneficial if you looked at the amount you're drinking um, with nutrition and diet the main message is everything in moderation um, the Heart Foundation don't really promote any specific diets whatsoever, but um, to look at the whole diet, although the one thing it does recommend is um, like for a healthy diet is, um, is eating um, the fruit and veggies, whole grains, and decreasing the um, amount of processed foods, um, which, yeah, is... Um, it's really the key is really to base your diet around foods that are as close to how they are found in nature as possible. Uh, alcohol again, yeah. So, I mean, socially, you know, uh, stress is huge for heart health. Trying to decrease your stress or learn how to cope with stress is really important because we can't always get rid of stress in our lives, and some stress is actually good for us. But learning how to cope with that stress is huge. Um, and um, physical activity can help also with stress levels. Um, but, yeah, and eating healthy too. But, um, of course, you know, drinking socially, being with friends, that socialising is really important. But it just depends on how you drink. If you're going to have one glass occasionally, that's fine. fine. Yeah, yeah. All right, is there anything else that you can um, advise our listeners and also... 
uh, um, the, you explained about the emergency numbers 111. Mm. Um, uh, do you have a office uh, that people, our members, could go in to pick up documentation in? Yeah, we do. Um, I, our office in Hawke's Bay is based in um, Napier, next to the Napier Health Centre there we are. Um, but I'm saying that I'm not in the office very often. I'm often out and about in the community. Um, you can get hold of me uh, any time if you want me to come and do any discussions at any, you know, at any of your any of the groups or anything like that. I can do that. Um, and yeah, uh, we do have a huge amount of resources. The other thing is that the Heart Foundation has a really awesome website, um, and there's so much information on the website. If, what would that yeah. be, dear? Would you um, yeah, so would you quote that, and anyone listening could uh, perhaps make a note of it, and uh, then you've got it at your fingertip for future reference. Sure, it's heartfoundation.org.nz. Um, and that's make sure you got the .nz. There's also Heart Foundation America and Australia and Canada, and they're all good as well. But if you want New Zealand specific information, the other thing I haven't discussed is because um, we've been talking about heart attack and the electrics of uh, the sorry that we call the plumbing of the heart. Uh, yes. There's also the electrics of the heart, which is um, relevant for arterial fibrillation, and. It's amazing how um, common arterial fibrillation is, in, in, especially in older population groups. Um, and arterial fibrillation is an irregular heartbeat. So it's when your heart's not beating regularly. So um, there is, uh, I do run an AEF support group in Taradale. Um, and the reason for that is that because a lot of people have AEF, uh, sorry, arterial fibrillation I call AEF, um, and um, it's really, we've found that it's really awesome for people to talk to other people with AF because everyone experiences so differently. Um, yeah, but a good way also for testing for AF is just to take your pulse and check for a regular heartbeat. Yeah. And so. it, it, is it necessary when our members go in and get and see the doctor that they request to have their. Um, pulse taken as well as their blood pressure yeah if you um if you have um if you think you you've detected an irregular heartbeat when you take your own pulse talk to your gp about it it's really really important because what we've what has been found is that those who've had stroke often have undetected um, AF as well so by detecting arterial fibrillation before you have a stroke you can do something about it um, so it does put you at high risk of having a stroke AF but yeah so um, and it's really easy just to take your pulse and um, and then yeah and go in and get your doctor to, to check it as well so yeah all right well look that's been excellent and I thank you for giving up your time this afternoon and coming in and talking to radio kidnappers and great power listeners and just to end this um, great power hastings is desperately seeking to replace our membership secretary and then just at our last committee meeting our treasurer through health issues has now resigned as of this month so we're desperately seeking two positions Please, please come forward if you can. Thank you very much, listeners. Can you see I love you? Please don't break my heart in two. 
That's the hard to do Cause I don't have a wooden And if you say goodbye Then I know that I would cry Maybe I would die Cause I don't have a wooden There's no strings upon this love of mine It was always you from the start Treat me nice, treat me good Treat me like you really should Cause I'm not made of wood And I don't have a wooden part Moosey den, moosey den Zoom shtetilein haus Shtetilein haus There's no strings upon this love of mine It was always you from the start Sei mir gut, sei mir gut, sei mir wie du wirklich sollst, wie du wirklich sollst, cause I don't have a word. This show was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, Hawke's Bay's community access radio station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for enabling us to put Hawke's Bay voices on air.